everyone welcome to another episode of soapstone my name is jake i'm joined by my co-host as always dave how's it going tonight dave it's going all right feeling is pretty pretty ripped is it still weird it's still weird for me right off the intro it's weird it, yeah it's uh again i'm joined by 2d jake which is always mm-hmm. a little bit odd it's like uh when you learn how to ride a bike for the first time and it's like the first time that you have to get momentum on your own because you're on a flat surface on your own trying to ride a bike instead of someone pushing you down a hill it's like that did people push you down a hill? <laughs> usually my parent was like behind me one hand on the back one hand on the bike and she's kind of like guiding and she's like you'll figure that shit out but apparently you were uh, thrown into the thunderdome of bikes they remove the training wheels and they're like, you'll earn these. <laughs> Push Avoid down the traffic. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that happened. Although um, I have uh, driven down hills on a bike at dangerous speeds before as a child. See, once you get the hang of a bike, which, by the way, if you don't know how to ride a bike, figure that shit out. It's really basic, really simple and really fun. Yeah, that's but our once next you episode. have that and you can balance it's really fun to go down hills because you get that speed and oh, then you yeah. just you can maneuver but like you're not gonna pedal that fast on flat ground to hit that speed you need gravity's help the a hundred percent the problem though with going down a hill though is uh the the event horizon the point of no return where you realize that braking becomes like a fatal option you're like, I'm going to flip like, the bike. <laughs> I'm going to flip the bike. It's going to pull out, like, uh, go out under me. Um, I'll either just, like, go over the handlebars or some other crazy outcome. You're just like, ah, no, I have accepted my fate. You pray to whatever deities you believe in. And you just go. It's the only option. Sonic boom at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> I mean, it was either that or you find something like I can probably coast into that. Right. You're like, that, ah. I'm not going to knock over that tree. And then yeah. you just like have your front tire kind of be your buffer. The conveniently pra- placed bramble bush. You can <laughs> watch yourself. Yeah. Into. <laughs> uh, Man, I've biked it forever. No, it's been a really long time. I had a... um. Uh, I remember the brand actually it was Husky it was the name of the the brand of the bike I had. My parents bought it for me at Walmart and I was I was so excited for that. I still think to to this day it's probably one of the best like non-exercisey exercises out there. Just biking around. No, it's good for you. It's just compared to running, I think it's a one fourth as effective yeah. for like calorie burn. When it comes to my life, I'm one-fourth as effective at a lot of things. <laughs> Jake's like, we're supposed to burn the calories? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the problem, though. I think that's one of the reasons it's really entertaining is because you can go really fast with low effort. Um, but yeah, you're low effort. <laughs> the dream. Yeah. So anyways, uh, in other biking news, uh, we're going to be covering Doom Eternal. I really like we went from the intro to remember bikes <laughs> to <laughs> right killing demons, uh, which is much like riding a bike. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. By the end of it, hopefully, because the game gets uh, pretty hard there. It expects you to learn things. Um, it's part of this is this is our second uh, second. Not the, what's the word for it? Instance episode second episode in the true. series of uh, demon killing so this is the two times combo it's just you know not consecutive at all <laughs> <laughs> no it is uh, last week was uh devil may cry 
Oh, I thought you meant like Doom 2016. Oh yeah, yeah. I was no. like, Jake, that was uh, that was over a year ago. You're right. Probably two years ago. Yeah, actually, when did we cover that? It must have been last year, possibly. No, it's last. No, year. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Doom Eternal, the sequel to that, also a first-person shooter, as one would expect. Um, weird direction, I thought. I was really yeah, hoping right. for more of a city builder, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Go with Colony your strengths. Yeah. Colony on Mars. Oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> I've, I've killed all my residents. Oh, no. Yeah. But so, this, this one was hyped up. Yeah. Um, I know we were both really excited for this because we talked about it in between every single episode, Rick. That, right. that thing's coming out <laughs> i know i know the quality the content right now not that great but doom eternal that one's gonna be coming out we're gonna be excited for that guys one. wait for it <laughs> then it's a mediocre episode of best what's funny is we told people we'd stop phoning it in and now we're recording remote episodes <laughs> <laughs> literally phoning it in uh, we're just gonna transcribe to each other via carrier pigeon yeah mm-hmm. and have somebody with a better voice than me read it Nah, you got a good voice. We have listeners, so, you know, you're doing all right. Yeah, people are always like, Dave, your voice sounds really good. <laughs> That's what I hear. I never hear compliments about yours. Anywho, I don't uh, actually hear compliments, like, at all. Because <laughs> so people if are you're... shy. People tell me, and I'm like, stop. <laughs> uh, so, first question. Do you think yeah. it lived up to the hype? Yeah, I think so. I think I think it did. Oh, I should elaborate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I think so. Uh, it w- So Doom 2016 was kind of just a drop out of nowhere. And we didn't know how it was going to be different from previous like entries in the series. Um, so we had Doom 1, a classic. Doom 2, a classic. Doom 3, a misstep, many would consider for the series. Um, and 2016 was that resurgence. I didn't think Doom 3 was that bad i mean i well, i played some of it it was definitely less doomy i guess i don't know i mean so it's a bit of a tangent the issue i the issues i had with doom 3 is it's like they tried to make it a horror game yes and that wasn't necessary at all the fucking spiders in the hallways oh look there's yeah. a there's a ventilation grate oh no where are they <laughs> and like the you had to choose between having your weapon out or the flashlight when the game first came out when they re-released it they just gave you like a du- there was a duct tape flashlight mod uh to just always have a flashlight and then they just made it part of the game for the re-release because they're like this doesn't add anything <laughs> um but then slower paced not nearly as action based much less like quake a lot more corridors um and just a departure from some of the standard arena doom concepts. Um, but 2016 was 100% like back into full demon slaughter form. And like the intro to 2016 is literally making fun of the intro to Doom 3. It's like, here's a monitor and the guy telling you what to do. And you're just, like, no, not today. <laughs> um, and I think, I think they, they kept that up with Eternal. I think it lives up to uh some of the hype and it is it is a this is the gonna be the most boring comparison but it's the uh doom 2 to doom 1 basically where it's like it's more of it but i like it (laughs) yeah it's not so wildly holy shit i'm coming rockets different um it's just (laughs) it's really solid because uh, the whole core of Doom in general is the fast, murderous gameplay. Yeah. Um, and it takes a little bit of getting used to because they give you more options to kill. But once you figure out how to utilize those options, dear God, like the music. <laughs> um, you're going in between glory kills, chainsaws for more ammo, um, flame belch to get armor, mm. dashing, jumping, yeah, um, swinging off things. You know, yeah, monkey they have the bars. monkey bars. <laughs> they call them monkey bars in the yeah. loading screen. Um, I was like, oh, okay. But it just, it feels... I'd have to go back and play 2016 again to do a direct comparison. Mm-hmm. But from my recent experience with this, it's just very smooth, very seamless. And yeah. I love it. 
love the combat. The comparison I would make is like 2016 was um, it was it's it's the foundation that they very much carry forward with Doom Eternal. But Doom, pardon me, Doom Eternal just adds uh, mechanics on top of that. Things that seem compatible and will fit into that fast paced uh, frenetic gameplay. Um, and also just props again for glory kills like and finding a solution to regeneration and health and sustainability that's not just take cover and hide and wait for your shields to recharge or whatever like yeah that's such a apparent dick because back in the days of doom there wasn't really the idea of recharging anything it's like you have health and someone's like uh what if we had another type of health like armor yes gotcha (laughs) put them as pickups um but for how many enemies spawn in this game even at average difficulties mm-hmm. um, it, you really do need to move around always be mobile yeah. glory kills like you said will get you a decent amount of health back um, so for those who don't know play doom 2016 then come back yes. <laughs> um, but if an enemy Listen is to the episode the audio enough, is a little bit loud <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, if an enemy's health is low enough and they're in like a staggered state they'll kind of blink blue and if you're close enough they'll blink orange and then you can press e or whatever your action button is for your controller and then you'll perform a glory kill where you will kill them in some really cool fashion and i think it's randomized based on where it's performed yeah it's not it's not random at all it's entirely based off of your location position to them okay yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but it's just uh all of them are fun they're all executions I think I think it was probably inspired by like God of War. That's the closest game with like execution grab executions I can think of. Um, but it just it, it fits so well here, and you get health for glory kills, which is really nice um, because it forces you to. You still want to avoid shots. You still want to be fast, but as if you take if that you're low chip health damage, and you're just like running yeah. away. You, it's a zero sum game. You're gonna lose. Yeah. There's definitely times in the campaign where I was just like, ah, I'm at like 10 health and I'm not near an enemy. And if I'm just, if I just get winged by a projectile, it's over and my state's not going to improve. I literally like have to ambush an enemy or something and get that glory kill in. Yeah. There've been some times in more sustained fights, which I will get into exactly why in the near future. Mm -hmm. Um, Whoa. Eyes. (laughs) Where I will see, like, they'll spawn in, like, a little small ad, like a little zombie demon. Yeah. And I will double dash Mario Kart style towards mm-hmm. them and then just whip out the chainsaw. I'm like, all right, we got to aim out back. Wish another zombie, uh, shoot him in the shins, and then perform a glory kill. I'm like, all right, we got our health back. Okay. <laughs> and I'll resume fact, the murder. It's one of the mechanics, actually, too. And it feels, I'm, I don't recall whether the constantly, in fact, I don't think constantly spawning enemies were a part of one. Um, no. I don't think I don't think that was a thing at all. And this really only comes up for certain areas because they introduce things like uh, these gates, mm-hmm. which would be like, "Hey, um, stronger enemies are spawning. They're very aggressive, uh, and they're going to keep spawning until you destroy that thing that's summoning them." You're like, "Where the fuck is that?" Yeah. Uh, so you have to go find it and kill it. But there's also the an summoning enemy, totem. Yeah, the summoning totem. Mm-hmm. But there's also an enemy that can do that as well. Oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. So I, as soon as I just like see the enemies glow red, I'm like, it's nearby. And I will try and focus that down first to kind of mitigate damage overall. It's a freaking arch file. Yeah. It's just, I, I, oh my gosh, he's such a pain. But since like you always have to manage your health, armor and ammo a little bit mm-hmm. or just keep an eye on stuff, and they do give you options out of it, uh, but it does feel like for a lot of enemies i would be conserving ammo to a degree yeah or like not trying to fully unload but then for certain enemies i'm like that's an issue for me and i don't want to deal with it so i'll take whatever gun has the most ammo and just unload on them yeah and then get more ammo back from a chainsaw but like in those very intense firefights i would kind of just run down a hallway turn around and just take whatever gun and just left click until it was empty yeah, the, the chainsaw mechanic is if you kill an enemy with a chainsaw and they'll take a certain amount of fuel, you can have up to three charges uh, at full. 
uh, the stronger enemies take more fuel. Um, but you can instant kill them with a chainsaw and you have iframes. You can't be hurt while you're executing or chainsawing something. Um, and you get ammo and health. Um, mainly and, ammo. It's yeah. Like a, little... a lot of ammo. Um, I think it's like the standard health drop for just a kill. I don't think you get anything special for it. Mm. Um, and I, if I recall correctly, in Doom 2016, like the chainsaw was part of it, but it was just like, oh, I feel like being, I feel like killing this guy with style. Um, whereas in this one, the gameplay, it takes so much ammo and resource management. Uh, I feel like you have to use the chainsaw. Yeah, I remember before, like the chainsaw seemed like an out for certain enemies. Like, oh yeah, this guy is just a pain in the ass for me to deal with. Let me chainsaw him instead. Instant kill. I can save my guns for things I want to actually fight. It's the Indiana Jones uh, moment Just where the gun. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like swinging his sword and stuff, and you're like, "No, <laughs> bang!" <laughs> um, but yeah, in this one, in fact, um, in Doom 2016, I think you could chainsaw a lot of the big enemies, and in this one, uh, most a, a lot of the tougher enemies like are completely immune to it. They take more than three units of fuel to chainsaw, so you can't kill them with it oh, whatsoever. Really? Yeah, for me, it, it seemed like small enemies were one, mm-hmm. and then anything else higher than that was always three. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay," or you mm-hmm. just couldn't. Yeah, because like even things like uh, the Kako demons, mm-hmm. which I'd be like, probably a one. No, those are three. Yeah, which are giant flying eyeballs. They're classic, inspired by beholders from D anD. D, which have you know big eyes. <laughs> they they got rid of the eye stocks and then they added a mouth and that's it's still that's the those are the changes <laughs> like um but yeah the uh the the moment to moment like arena fights in this one i feel like are they felt more developed than in uh doom 2016 whereas in doom 2016 it's like i'll oh, just kill the guys in this area move to the next one and this one it's like hey you might be facing waves of enemies you're gonna have to be mobile you're gonna be looking for pickups all over the place uh we'll be constantly spawning in they literally call them fodder in the journal Mm -hmm. the weakest enemies um in case you need to use your chainsaw to get ammo um they like pushed on those mechanics a lot yeah doom 2016 is you need more and it's part of part of the story too you're like oh i'm in a building i'm in a room in a building I got to fight stuff here. Yes. Whereas mm-hmm. in Eternal, it's like, hey, um, what was the the giant gore nest level, right? Yeah. So you're outside. Super- there's like several tiers of verticality. Um, there's lava. It's this decently big open area. Uh, there's different terrain. It's not all just flat. And mm-hmm. there are like these jump panels as well. And so you're going around and doing a lot of shit. But because of how open and flexible that is, you're facing a lot of dudes as well. Yeah. But it does feel very fluid and optional to like. Yeah. And it inspires momentum. Like if you uh, if you get bogged down a little bit and you get swarmed, um, it's over. Like there's times they, they added a lives mechanic in this one where you can get one ups as a, a pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, where if you run out of health rather than just reloading from the last checkpoint, it's just like, here you go, full health. It's like going. a quarter continue. Yeah. For arcade cabinets. Yeah. Um, that's actually a good way to put it. Um, but if you get completely surrounded by enemies, you may have literally no option but just run out of health. Uh, like they can block your dashes if you dash into them on accident, which I have totally done. Um, yes <laughs> and i'm just like well guess i'll just get ganged by all of these demons um yeah um it's sometimes i felt a little bit overwhelmed by how many options i had oh yeah because mm-hmm. you do get some other tools like the flame belch which we said mm-hmm. uh, so for keyboard it's bound to r it shoots out a spray of fire and enemies hit by it will drop armor and if you kill them they drop more armor yeah but that's a tool. You can also throw grenades with G. You have two different types of grenades. Or no, it's a middle click for me. And G was a switch between the grenades, which is next right. to F, which is for switching your current weapons uh, custom mod. Yeah. 
So the the armor thing was actually the flame belch. That was probably one of the um, the changes it took me longest to adapt to. Because you mean like chaining it in? Yeah, just basically the cooldown's not that long on it, especially once you get some suit upgrades to improve it um, or other runes, things like that. But the game wants you to use it. There's very few armor pickups that are just around. But if there's a group of like three fodder enemies in front of you and you flame belch all of them and then kill them all, you can get like 100 armor, like if you have all the upgrades and stuff. Um, And I completely neglected it for like 50% of the game. And it was really freaking hard (laughs) until I started using it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely good as a health buffer. I found a lot of times if I was engaging on enemies, I'd I'd try to like dash backwards and Mm -hmm. like throw out sticky bombs, grenades, flame belch, or get out like the chain gun and go all in. But I got better at switching between the tools on their cooldowns as it went. And everything just felt a lot more smooth for like jump, dash, flame belch, grenade, guns, guns, always guns. Yeah. I would actually press R to reload a lot of times uh-huh it's something about this game you don't reload yeah you, you have everything in one game. clip but i would keep doing that in flame belching rain when there's no one nearby i actually noted this uh because i played like other fps recently like overwatch stuff like that uh, when i started out i was also hitting r and it kept making this like error sound basically when i did it <laughs> i was like that's kind of funny nice they just literally found like an error sound to R just to punish you for trying to reload. Stop, stop later, that. later they added flame belch and put it on R. And I was like, oh, it's because I don't have the item I'm trying to use. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, it really encourages diversity in your kit. You, you When you start out, you have almost no maximum ammo. It's like, how would you like... 10 shotgun shells at a time you're like oh okay was there is there anything else there like on the side or no you just kind of have that like all right okay it's like you can go around and use your fists speaking <laughs> of they do nothing <laughs> now hold on jacob there is something a new ability called blood fist that's uh, true yeah mm-hmm. so if you perform glory kills you can build up this charge of a blood fist and when you do a blood fist, it will instant kill a decent amount of enemies in an AOE. Depends on how healthy the enemy is. Yeah. Um, but it makes this cool like death blow sound. And certain enemies or things like the spawning totems, or yeah. you actually need to have a charge of blood fist to destroy them, which is really cool. Yeah. The um, I think maybe I always had a charge when I went in to execute it. I didn't think about that. So like the super mancubus yeah the ones yeah. that had armored um you could do the blood punch to take off their armor then there's just standard mancubus yeah it rips two, all the armor off yeah. they die mm-hmm. which is really cool the second blood uh the second blood fist doesn't come into play until like much later in the game yeah they upgrade things thing. certain things passively for you as you just have progression yeah it's usually protect. after a boss yeah mm. which is just nice yeah, but of course they still have the standard upgrade system of mm-hmm. like upgrading your Praetor armor mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I'm going to be more resistant to environmental hazards, um, better at map awareness, which I always sucked at. Yeah, um, larger auto map, mm-hmm. grenade upgrades, um, the various types. They added a freeze grenade. Um, you're talking about different grenade types. That's the other type. Uh, and I've seen people play after beating the game, I went back and like, I've seen clips of people play and their play is so much more optimal than mine. We've already described all these items, but their combo was like flame belch, a group throw. Oh no, throw a freeze grenade, freeze the group, flame mm-hmm. belch, switch grenade, throw a frag grenade. And then everything dies. It drops tons of health. It drops tons of armor and they just run up there for like full everything. And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. I guess if you want to cheat, but the rest of us the only utility late. strat grenade grenade flame belch no guns <laughs> yeah um so speaking of guns what did you legit. like using i actually ended up using uh in like doom 2016 i used single fire weapons a lot more 
and this I used the automatic shotgun for a stupid percentage of the game. Like all the way through is my primary, basically. So the auto shotty is off of the it's a mod for the combat shotgun, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, the 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 change basically is and you can get these little uh, robot upgrade robots throughout uh, the levels and then some of them in your base, which is just a flying fortress castle in space. It's freaking awesome. It's kind of like uh, the watchtower from Justice League. Yeah, but it's uh-huh. the Doom Slayer's man cave. It's literally that. Um, it has a nice protective, uh, uh, like portal area around it too. So if you just jump off of a bridge into the abyss rather than falling through the atmosphere back down to Earth, you just get portaled back up, <laughs> <laughs> which is hey, okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, the the weapon upgrades, uh, auto shotty, full auto shotty, changes it so you can just hold left click and you'll just empty every shell like in three seconds. Um, you can still tap to single fire it. And I did a lot of the time. Um, but if you upgrade it all the way, so there's minor upgrades like reload time, damage, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a mastery for every weapon module. And the mastery is a salvo loader. For auto shotty, which is every time you kill someone while full auto mode is engaged, uh, r- you are given free ammo. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw that as the first thing and I was like, this is it. This is the first thing I'm getting for sure. That's the um, sound of somebody who did not know they could do that and did not try that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice, actually, because it gives you three. Um, I said I was going to say pellets, but uh Slugs, whatever, back, mm-hmm. whatever, what's, what are, what are shotguns? Shells? Usually shells. shells. Shells, yeah. <laughs> the pasta things. <laughs> yeah. Shells, yeah. The things I um, sell for no money in Animal Crossing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those. Um, uh, it gives you three back. So if you just, like, headshot fodder, it's plus two shells. Um, so you can just run around killing all the weak things and refill all of your shotgun ammo. Damn. Which is pretty good. Um. I should have given that a go. <laughs> <laughs> it's also nice because it uh, has different, um, some weapon share types. So like a super shotgun uses the same shells. You can generate ammo for it um, and then just go super shotgun something. It's super efficient. And I love it. I'm all about efficiency. What kind of weapons did you use though in your playthrough? Um, so I really gravitated towards the heavy machine gun. Because it makes a nice thunk with each heavy bullet that went out. Was this the chain gun or the uh, the like assault rifle one? More yes, more than once, more of a assault rifle. Gotcha, gotcha. Because it just seemed to have like decent enough damage on its own. But then mm. I went with the weapon mod of like mini rockets. Oh yeah, yeah. Which mm. felt good for just like peppering a little salvo against the horde of enemies. And then there's not much of a reload time. And I would just try it again as needed. But it's part of its upgrade path is it's like, hey, what if you didn't have to reload the mini rockets? So yeah. I'd be like, hmm. So just I would just fire down. everything down the one corridor. And that felt really good, too. Yeah, they had um, the reason I mentioned the, the chain gun is because they actually shared the ammo pool. So every weapon in the game has a corresponding weapon. Yeah, it's like shells. um. I guess. Yeah, the shot, shot shotgun was super shotgun and basic shoddy. Uh, there's the assault rifle and the chain gun. The plasma rifle and yeah. the plasma rifle was like a repeater. Javelin. And then yeah. the the jap no the ballista. Ballista, that's what's called. Yeah. yeah. Which uses big chunks of ammo at a time, but shoots like a very powerful laser. Mm-hmm. And I love that. It was really cool. Um, there was an, one of the upgrades for the mods or just the mod itself is if you hold in the right click mm. it kind of s- charges up and it shoots out like this wide sweeping blast oh yeah it's a dead kind space of, yeah that reminded me of the dead space gun where it's just like yeah. I'm going to cut everybody in half the problem I had with it is it takes like f- four or five seconds to full charge it's, it's way too long for me to use consistently yeah that's why I almost never used it I use the alternate one which is charge a single powerful delayed blast where it does impact damage and then detonates oh okay um, and it does it does bonus damage against flying enemies so anytime I saw them I was like 
Kapow. <laughs> that's, actually, that's a lie. I use the, the rocket launcher with um, lock-on rockets against flying enemies because I was like, I'm not dealing with you right now. <laughs> I actually did not get any mods for the rocket launcher. Yeah, lock-on's really good. Hmm. Really enjoy lock-on. It felt weird because I was I was getting into this fun habit of because I I didn't really grow up playing Unreal Tournament that much or mm-hmm. Quake or anything like that where it was very you had to lead your shots to instigate yeah. people correctly mm-hmm. but it felt like I was maybe I was just drunk at the time when I was playing <laughs> but it felt like I was achieving that in this because yeah. I would like do a double jump and a dash and then I would just like drag the mouse over and then shoot the rocket and I'm like. I hit that guy. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, this it feels really good to lead here. You can also shoot their feet. I did a lot of shooting feet with yes. the rocket launcher. If it's if they're in the air, I locked on to them. If they were on the ground, I just shot their feet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the um alternate weapon type for rockets though. I mean, but, I know of another gun that's nearby, but it definitely does not take rockets. Yeah, what was the other gun? That's going to be the BFG. Hmm. For those of you who don't know, it's uh, the big fucking gun. <laughs> it's actually the Bioforce gun in the movie. Ah, jeez. They, they're both true. They're both true. Although I don't think anyone would respect you if you said it was the Is Bioforce Is this Doom gun. Annihilation? <laughs> yeah. That's what comes up on Netflix for me. I'm like, no, we're not going back to that. Stop. Yeah. The one with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They yeah. called it the Bioforce gun. Mm-hmm. The fandom was not super happy about that. <laughs> they, they went to the camera. They're like, Bioforce, yeah. <laughs> but I also found a lot of times when I was playing, I was switching between weapons mm-hmm. based on what I was facing. Yes. Because mm-hmm. a lot of enemies have like, hey, um, this really fucks my day up. And I'm like, good. I'll keep that in mind. Perfect example being the Kako Demon, the giant beholder flying eye. Um, it's susceptible to if you pop a grenade in its mouth, just give it a little toss of a grenade. Mm-hmm. Uh, the combat shotgun has a mod where you can just shoot a little sticky grenade and it goes yeah. and then it, it explodes staggered. inside of it. And it's like, oh shit. And then you can go up and glory kill it for free. So, like, fighting a horde of enemies, I'll shoot a sticky grenade over the Kaka Demon and I, I'd fly to it with jumps and dashes and then instantly kill it and then go back to my murder. And that's one thing <laughs> just removed from the equation. It's really funny because as soon as they, they do this weird thing, I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about it, where <laughs> they tell you the weaknesses of enemies as soon as you encounter them by default. Like there's literally a pop-up, a gameplay yeah. pause pop-up where it like shows a little animation of you, you like of uh, the Slayer taking advantage of one of the weak points. And it's just like, yeah, this is how you can instantly kill this enemy, or this is what their weak point is. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> how did you feel about that, though? That's really non-conventional. So, it's a little bit weird in the sense of it has gameplay, and then it has like a, hey, here's a quick fun tip. Mm-hmm. That, for me, was weirder than what them saying it was, because I didn't grow up on Doom. So, like, enemies like Pinkies are really weak in the back. And they will like charge at you. So if you jump behind them with a super shotgun, instantly dead. So they were like a huge pain in the ass. And it was good to know that. But I'd either let me figure it out on my own mm-hmm. or kind of have it in like a voice log or something somewhere where you're like, oh, that'd be good to know. Yeah. They could have they could have totally done the um I'm not saying this would have necessarily been better, but I think it would have been. They could have done the um uh, sort of like action game thing where it's like or like uh, adventure game or no, no no like an adventure game thing where it's like oh you interact with a bit and then if it takes a while vega comes in and it is like hey i've analyzed the enemy and the sled is weak or something like that yeah, yeah. that would have been i feel like much less obtrusive than literally a pop-up because i can't imagine the slayers just like hold on I got a call. <laughs> He's, all right, you saying I could shoot your shield and it'll explode. The, the whole screen tints blue. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Does the Batman thing starts oh walking God. slowly, goes to third person. <laughs> no, I I told I told Robin I would be there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a little bit weird. But on the other hand, like I could see 
where it would suck for somebody to go in, not have that prior knowledge, and mm. they're just like burning all this ammo. And you're like, this guy's gonna fucking die. Because <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, Kaka demon being an example takes three rockets. Yes, mm. three, which is a yeah. decent amount of damage per rocket. So if you have something like a combat shotgun or a chain gun, it's gonna take a little bit. Yeah. Whereas you can do like this, and it's dead. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. There has to be a middle ground, right? Something between throw your rechargeable grenade at him and he'll instantly become vulnerable to an execution <laughs> and use all of your ammo, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. But that's one of the one of the few uh, minor gripes I have with the game. Before um, we get into some other gripes, actually, this can lead into another gripe. Oh. Let's talk about some enemies in the game. Sure. So, Which ones you want to talk about? I mean, I, I got to pull up a list. Do you have a list? <laughs> Link me a list. I have a list and notes for the super heavies, but not like the little guys. Okay. Uh, I don't care about the little guys as much. It's more so just some of the other ones along the way. So we touched on the arch file a little bit. Uh, I didn't know how he worked when I first encountered him. And I don't know if I just closed the pop up or what, or if this is one of the times the game didn't actually tell me, but usually the game constantly spawns in trash. Like, just fodder for you to get ammo. He spawns in high tier, uh, sometimes other super heavies, um, continually to fight you. Like, and he channels a spell to do it. If you damage him, it sort of like breaks his spell. His demonic magic, psychomancy is what they call it actually in the journal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he's generally a pain, though. He throws waves of fire at you, conjures a fire shield has a ton of health and uh, is just the worst. So that's my entry arch file. <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for that log. <laughs> One I was thinking of that was a huge pain in the ass. Do you remember carcasses? Actually, these guys were a pain in the A for you. Carcasses are they the were guys annoying. With the tanks, right? Yeah. They were what? The guys with the propane tanks. No, those were cue balls. Oh. Cue balls, you're right, you're right, you're right. So a carcass is like a little, it's on like a little mini spider walker. And it would send out, it would oh, summon in these yeah. random shields to kind of like block what you were doing. And it would also like send projectiles occasionally. They're the, they are actually the worst. It was just kind of annoying because I'd be like, and a rocket goes out, a shield shows up. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the game does give have like a little mercy rule for him a little bit because there's a tether of energy from the shield back to the carcass. Oh, yeah. You know exactly where that fucker is. But the, the thing is, it's just like if you're in like within a block of one of these guys, they will make sure that you're blocked. <laughs> like there were times before I entered an arena to start fighting them. They're like going to start throwing up walls, blocking you from running in here. <laughs> I'm like you're a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely a little, a little annoying. Um, whiplashes were kind of annoying, but I really like their design. Oh They're like the snake creatures. It's kind of like Nagas. Yeah. Yeah. A real odd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we <love to> say. <laughs> but they were only really annoying in that they were the kind of like slither on the ground and move quickly. So tracking them was not as as easy as some other enemies. Oh my god, not really yeah. bad. It was just a little bit different. And they had like wide whip attacks that could hit you at mid range. Yes. So if you were dealing with other guys, sometimes you just get like whipped from the side by one of these nagas whiplash characters. Also, they, they look very intimidating when they're crawling at you because they're like face first, eyes looking right at you. I, there was hold time on, I was hold on. Fight. How do you see snakes slither if they're not you going do. face first? <laughs> going Are they backing first? it up? At me. So, so for the listeners, they're at a slight angle. So their face is looking up at you as they're crawling on the ground towards you. Well, um, you know what they say. Guys love eye contact. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, they also had a fair amount of health not like a crazy amount more powerful weapons could deal with them no usually those mid-tier monsters were decently healthy like fucking the pain elemental which is like a caco demon with a bigger mouth and four arms it would throw and spawn the uh, lost Lost souls souls. yeah that was just a meaty boy and very healthy so I felt like I'd commit a lot of ammo to that 
Yeah. They're also, they're both them and the Kako demons are really aggressive. I think the Kako demons maybe even more so. They'll try to close into, they use range attacks while trying to close into melee to bite at you. Yeah, the bite does a lot for sure. But uh, Lost Souls, I didn't have much of a problem with. It only took like a shot or two to knock him out of the sky. Those didn't come up too much. Yeah. They were kind of peppered in, but usually they were with pain elementals. I don't remember seeing them too much outside of that. Yeah, the most I really dealt with pain elementals is it was a challenge on one of the levels mm-hmm. um, to like, kill pain elementals with three different takedowns or three different glory kills. Um, and I obliged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, Doom Hunter. Oh, as so, a boss first. So I got to say, I really did like that mm-hmm. because there's build up throughout the level of this demon oh, priest yeah. saying, I'm going to have my champion fight you. And as you go through the level, you see the Doom Hunter being assembled. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a cool lead up because they just yeah. take this demon husk and they start like, you know, ass- like attaching it or affixing it to machinery. Yeah. You're like, what's going yeah. on? Um, and then you fight it and you're like, ah, I got it. And then it's like, what if you fought two more of them? Bye. Yeah, yeah it literally dropped into <laughs> a, it's actually a hilarious drop because you're in like a large uh, industrial facility for mm-hmm. the first fight. You figure out the mechanics. You're like, all right, this is what his weakness is. Also for a description of what this guy actually is. He's the cyber demon from previous versions of Doom, essentially, but a little more agile. He's the upper body a centaur is a half man, half horse. This guy is a half demon, half tank. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, once you have the mechanics down off the first fight, it's like, all right, you beat him in this industrial area, jump in this pit, you fall through the sky to a snow area, an Arctic tundra arena, and fight two of them. <laughs> While other enemies are spawning in. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I really like that jump of like, you can handle this, right? And I was like, I guess so. Yeah, well, I will. <laughs> it was it was definitely a nice challenge. I felt like for them, I was always using the plasma rifle. Oh yeah, I would unload a whole clip into their tank shreds, and just I'm like, I'm just gonna focus you down, and I would like and strafe it, shots. They had some interesting weaknesses too, because if you if you blew up the tread first, mm-hmm. they would become much more mobile, but they would lose, I think, some of their attacks or their shield. Yeah, they, have they a, didn't have that overshield on their body. Mm-hmm. But if you delayed that a little bit, if you shot the body shield with the plasma rifle, you could make that overload just like the personal shields of the the fodder guys. Um, and then they'd be susceptible to like damage for a while. I never did that. I no. saw someone else do that <laughs> after the fact. Yeah, certain the reason- things I didn't get to. I'm like, this works doing that. The reason those guys caused me trouble, though, was because my rocket launcher lock-on strats were not the counter. All of the rockets would home in on the personal shield. And I'm just like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> I have to diversify my bonds. Yeah. That's one thing I was a little... I shouldn't say peeves about, but it was a little fuzzy. So, like, mm-hmm. let's say I was going to glory kill something or chainsaw something. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be like, Oh, it's that person who I'm looking at who's nearby. Oh, yeah. Other times, I would like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And I'd kill like a, a gargoyle behind me. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Which it's convenient at times if you need to like panic, kill something for iframes. Um, mm-hmm. It just felt a little bit fuzzy what it would sometimes just snap to. Yeah. I will say the worst uh, instance I had of that, of mis- misfire or mistargeting or something, mm-hmm. was the... Um, uh, the BFG 9000, which you mentioned, classic weapon, hasn't really changed, fires a big laser, obliterates everything in the room. But if it direct hits an enemy, it does stupid amounts of damage to that one enemy and stops flying. Yep. So if you just hit like a trash guy with it and the room is populated with just the hordes of undead, you're like, oh. That was half my ammo because I can only <laughs> hold two shots at a time. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely sad. Brief spoilers. Mm. Give them two R- seconds. This is all spoilers, full spoilers. Yeah. yeah. So when you get the sword, and that literally will instant kill any non-boss enemy. Oh my gosh, I love that. 
it's kind of like the chainsaw, but it works at one charge. Anything's dead. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to kill this giant. Yeah. What are the the tyrants? Right, the tyrants are the big guys. Uh, there's the um, there's the Baron of Hell. There's a couple other big guys. Doom Hunters. We talked about. We'll say Baron of Hell first. Oh, yeah, the, the really tall guy. Yeah. The like slower turning radius, but giant demon. Yeah, he's a tyrant. Yeah, so I was trying to kill the tyrant because I'm like, I'm not wasting him on this fucker. Let me mm-hmm. just cut him in half. And yes. it looks awesome. And there's one trash mob that's like, Mr. President. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Because I wasn't even looking at that guy. He was just around. Mm-hmm. So occasionally that made me like a little salty. Yeah. Those but hits. Not as salty <laughs> as the Marauder. Oh my gosh. So we had to talk is, about it. Yeah, it was going to come up. This is the other negative point that deserves a rant. Although the cutscene leading up to the fight with the Marauder, I loved. It's cool. It's edgy. It builds hype. I love the design. And then they give him a shield that you cannot hit through. <laughs> I got to mention the cutscene too, though. I have. Go, go to. ahead. Go ahead. It was good. So, like, uh, Slayer's back here on Earth uh, finds this uh, arc human resistance camp uh flash slash facility grabs dr dr samuel hayden dr samuel hayden and then uh takes his robotic body dragging it along behind him as the humans were like trying to repair him and stuff right he's just like nah i'm just gonna grab him (laughs) and uh uh shows up with this marauder who in lore is like designed to hunt the doom slayer like he's designed to kill you separate from the doom hunter Yes, yeah. Doom Slayer's protagonist. <laughs> or the Slayer. Um Team Slayer, yeah. And uh, uh, uh Vega's like uh like creating a portal. He says this, and Vega's your your robot butler. And uh so the portal opens right behind you. This guy is turning, he's clearly like super powerful, and Doom guy is just like without looking just throws dr hayden through the portal and then it closes and you're like that's it (laughs) that's it yeah so you're expecting like this really cool thing um like i said he has that shield you can't hit through and you have to wait for him to go into this specific attack animation to then hit him with something Mm -hmm. and it's to use a phrase jake said earlier it's such a not divergence well it definitely it it definitely is i can't remember what i said earlier but it definitely is divergent from like normal gameplay yeah because like you're it's so fast and fluid and you're killing things and getting ammo and killing more things and glory kills and chainsaw it's this great bloodbath of action and they do it really well and then Mm -hmm. it's like hey you can't damage right now you have to wait yeah (laughs) that that hard stop really glares in this specific instance because of how streamlined and fast everything else is to have a literal fucking hard stop. You're like, why, why would we do this? Yeah. Mechanically? He's like, he's just a a big demon, very agile. He has dashes like you have, which bothered me at first. I've come to be bothered a little less by it. You get, as I realized I like, I was like, that's dumb. It's really hard to track visually. Um, it's kind of a pain. And I was like, I'm literally dashing around the battlefield like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, <laughs> there's, <laughs> all right, fine. You get this one thing. But his mechanic is if he's at long range, he'll throw beams at you, like sword beams. If he's in close range, he'll shoot you with a shotgun. At no point can you just hurt him. He's the one enemy where shooting it isn't the solution. Mm-hmm. That's That's bad. Yep. Only at perfect medium range will his eyes glow green when he attacks you and be vulnerable to be interrupted by a gunshot or something so if you remember to that flashback when i said i would chain between fodder enemies that would spawn in to chainsaw for like ammo and then glory kill into the next one for health it was in these marauder fights so i would kill everything else and there'd mm-hmm. just be the marauder but i'd spend like an extra two minutes just facing this guy and i'm like this isn't fun for me. And he does. He has like a battle axe or something like a sword, whatever. Can't remember. He does a ton of damage if he hits you. 
I did the exact same thing. This isn't just Dave who's like kiting this guy around farming trash. I did this like three times in the game whenever there was Marauder fights. Kill everything else. Chainsaw the trash. Uh, burn the trash for armor. Just literally run around killing the trash as it was spawning into the arena. It's anti-fun. Do you know what was really sad? Uh, I would save super big weapon ammo to like kill this guy. Yeah. Once he got caught off guard with the BFG, another time it hit off his shield, and that was not yep. good. There was a time later where I had the the sword, the instant kill anything sword. Yep. Guess what? It doesn't work on this fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. It was so upsetting. They, they In the hint pop-up, actually, they mention like super weapons are less effective against him. But here's the problem I have with that. So by super weapons, one could be, you could believe that it's just the powerful weapons, not the starters, the things like the assault rifle, the shotgun, stuff like that, whatever. Or you may also think that that includes a weapon that has super in the name, super shotgun. That's actually super effective against him because technically the super shotgun isn't a super weapon. <laughs> He's like the things that are less effective are the BFG, everything like that. Um, it's not clear and it's dumb. Yeah, it's not clear and it's dumb. <laughs> I, I, I'm perfectly fine dedicating however much time we spent ranting about the Marauder for this. If they removed him from the game, just deleted him from the cutscene and kept the cutscenes intact, it would be confusing and the game would be better. <laughs> <laughs> throws throws Dr. Simula Hayden through the portal. Portal closes. Vague, I need another, another portal. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, what, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, but so, Doom Guy does some weird stuff. That's true. So that, that wouldn't be inter- entirely off uh, off brand for him. But uh, to quote Jake, Doom Guy is very much a bad arse. Um, mm-hmm. And he does really cool shit. And you don't really see him do a whole lot through the cutscenes. They do do some lore backstory stuff. A lot of his Dude. stuff is just through expression or him existing or how the environment or other things react to him. Yeah. So like in the trailer cutscene, which is real cool. And it goes to happen when you're going towards the BFG 10,000, this giant fucking gun. Yeah. It's an orbital gun. (laughs) Yeah. You're going through the facility and people are like getting out of your way. They're like, Oh oh, fuck. It's that guy. And you're just (laughs) walking through. It's just um, a stream of people with clipboards being surprised as they look up at you. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> run to the side. And then you grab the one guy who has like a key card around his neck. You grab it and you just drag the key card over to the scanner while it's still on his neck. And he's just in his wheelchair. He's like, I don't want to fucking die today. <laughs> he's just petrified being pulled by his yeah. neck and the key card over. I love that so much. But my favorite uh, Doom Guy mannerism from this game, from all the cutscenes, is when you finally get to the, the orbital gun mm-hmm. and you're trying to fire it, you press the fire button, it doesn't shoot, there's some issue, and your yeah. robot butler is trying to hack it to get it to work, and you get impatient. You just see the thumb keep clicking. Like, let me shoot the giant gun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, some of the, uh, just the, um, the passive humor and storytelling in it is is quite good yeah i do like that also they, they, a shout out to level design and music that thing we haven't talked about at all yet yeah um, i have a full list of the levels and it's like <laughs> eh, play the game TLDR it. yeah <laughs> but they really do have cool unique designs so like i did enjoy each level none of them felt like oh this one's dumb and i hate it mm-hmm. and because you have these dashes now um it really gave other options for like we're gonna blow up this area more you have to do yeah. some little bit precision platforming and it just felt good to explore yeah they also had like grabbing onto walls like this is assassin's creed or, oh my like, god that is so cool because yeah. you can either jump and press e to like i'm gonna grab the wall or yeah. you can just dash into it <laughs> and you just put out like your your armored gloved mitts. You just kind of like slam in and then you just kind of like shimmy up. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's the equivalent of the, uh, uh, cat girl climbing, but it's in the full Praetor suit. (laughs) What is cat girl climbing? 
It's like she has the um doesn't she have claws for I guess you know Spider-Man's probably an easier reference to make. It's like Spider-Man. Who the fuck is Catgirl? <laughs> Isn't Catgirl a thing? Catwoman? Catwoman's a character in a Batman universe. That one. I guess Batgirl was a character. Catwoman is a character. Batman is a character. Batboy is not a character. Robin is a character. <laughs> Let's name all the possible or existing or non-existing DC characters. Go. But anyways, yeah, you grab onto walls, jump off of them, grab onto other walls. It's made less obnoxious because of the um, the live system. So, like, even if it, the live system grants some leniency to all things, you can kind of lose health from. Oh, yeah. And if you fall out of map, too, you're not dead. It'll usually yeah. penalize you with some health and send you a little bit back to a checkpoint. Yeah. Like, just to the ledge, usually, right? Which is pretty much pretty much standard. Um, you talked about the levels a little bit. I don't want to get too in depth, but I will say the level design in this is miles better than in uh, twenty sixteen. Yes, twenty sixteen by just the way the plot went uh, was Mars and hell. <laughs> you know, Doom. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Doom. Um, and in this, it's far-reaching, like other planets and earth obviously one would expect um and obviously hell because every doom game goes back to hell for some reason but um each world each kind of level is designed differently and it was refreshing actually getting to some of the later levels and having really open spaces different designs um different arenas yeah that's the Uh, other thing like no two arenas are the same like certain ones might be rectangular ish um but a lot of them are like hey we have this circular area and two monkey bars also the floor is lightning go uh you're like okay (laughs) so you get to jump into a unique thing each time but i think for that area it was exultia Mm -hmm. where it was very kind of 1600s overgrown uh giant monolithic marble statues it's kind of the aesthetic and it was really badass yeah they had that in sentinel prime which is just they kind of hinted that they changed doom guy's backstory in 2016 but they didn't really jump into it at all yeah they jumped into it a lot in this one they're like how do we connect everything and how do we fill out his backstory much more than many people would find necessary but i personally found it really cool yeah, they go into that really well. Um, the music was, I want to say, not as badass as 2016, mm-hmm. but also 2016 kind of like came in like a storm. Right. Um, Eternal diverged from that a little bit, but it's still super hard, super badass. But they did a lot more stuff with um, choirs as well. Yeah. But I'm a oh, sucker yeah. for a good chorus of people doing like disturbing metal music my gosh when we got to uh to necroval mm-hmm. in hell and they're like hey we're gonna start chanting at you like during the combat songs and stuff i'm like all right <laughs> it just if you listen to the tracks outside of the game it doesn't sound as good to me mm-hmm. in in the moment it just fits perfectly in my opinion yeah the ambient tracks are so good um and like all of the tracks are like they have combat tracks where it ramps up into the crescendo and it's just great to kill demons too it's just it's so good um another thing we kind of played with a bit more uh, we talked about some of the the super heavies but um how did you feel about the boss fights in general we don't have to go into specifics we haven't actually Mm -hmm. spoiled all that much um but how do you feel about them? Because they definitely have more mechanics this time. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. It just it feels weird because each boss fight is going to have some type of mechanic where it's not just unload all your ammo here. Though the final boss kind of was. And it was that oh, was yeah. nice because it's like, hey, fight everything. You're like, cool. So I like the final boss fight more than I like the, the con maker fight, which yeah. was like 
shoot them, but then also go up and do like a blood punch and use the super go- shotgun chain, which I Sounds had never used up until that point. Yeah. Um, it just felt a little bit weird. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a reversed opinion on that, actually. You liked it more? I I did like... um. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? So, like, uh, Con Maker, I enjoyed because they were, like... The, the mechanic there is the ground continues to get covered in fire yeah. as you progress through the fight. It becomes more dangerous as you spend more time, as you get through the phases. I was like, oh, okay, here's something I didn't really have to worry about before... Um, but they make you do more interesting things. Icon of Sin, by comparison, was so drawn out for me, at, at least on the difficulty I was playing, which was Ultra Violence. It took me forever to kill that guy, and I failed once And the second phase, and I had to redo it, yeah. and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I forget which difficulty I finished at, uh, but I definitely started at a higher difficulty than normal. But then when I got to the Marauder, Oh my god. I bumped it down because I'm like, I don't I I just got that frustrated. Yeah. Um to be fair, I, I, I definitely did die a lot too on the difficulty I was at, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I couldn't progress past it. Yeah. And there's For also a multiplayer I haven't fucking touched yet. No, I haven't either. They they didn't introduce like all of the multiplayer modes that they did for the first one. I think maybe they realized that. A lot of people didn't touch it. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, I can't speak to that. The one thing I will say in favor of Icon of Sin, though, Conmaker didn't have is just tons of pickups and let you use the sword like as much as you want. Uh, I like that. I do like that. Although we haven't mentioned probably my favorite boss fight, uh, which was actually the gladiator. Um sort like literally just a shield and a mace guy but the mechanics felt like after dealing with the marauder and how stupid his stuff was i appreciated the gladiator what like way more Eh. do you remember him (laughs) i do i remember him also having a shield you could not shoot through um and he would deflect shots if he spun his maces yeah i mean but that's i mean the yeah that's fair i suppose I guess the difference for me is I didn't feel like he was going to get like cheap shots in. That's true. He was actually easier than Marauders also, which is worth noting. Um, actually, I'm going to change my opinion. He's not my favorite boss. It's still, it'd be between Icon and Conmaker. Probably. So he's my which, least Which of the three bosses? <laughs> right. Four bosses. I haven't put too much thought into this. They all have certain things I dislike. But overall, the game's really good. Yeah, um, really super enjoyed it. I'm probably going to go back at some point and try and get more unlocks. Not that I'm a completionist. It's just it's fun to get the little toys in the game. You can get toy representations of all the enemies in the game. Because they did add cheat codes this time, and some of them are hilariously fun. I did not try those either, but I might try those out. You can unlock cheat codes and then be like, oh, you're in rage mode, so you're always doing glory kills on enemies, or yeah. you know, you can never run out of ammo and other stuff like that. Infinite ammo is a classic. The, there's a Quake, uh, Quake announcer one where they took literal sound bites from QuakeCon when mm-hmm. people were cheering, and every time you kill someone, they'll play one of the cheers, like the sound bites from the audience. And I thought it was okay. Some of the cheering got like repetitive by the end of it, but when you complete a level. He's like, and that's why we like what we're doing at QuakeCon. He's like, if you guys want to see more, you can see more. And then the level ends. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. They definitely have their hearts in the right place for this one. Um, I don't know what that means, but it's a good game. <laughs> it's Do you know what a focus game? Like, it was a passion project. It wasn't some triple a thing you're like oh it's kind of just shit because those do exist but this was definitely solid the credits have just pictures of all of the developers everybody on the team like through the entire thing just pictures of people and you can tell you know they worked really hard on it it shows did you watch after credits or did you watch on youtube I (laughs) i don't know what happens after the credits actually 
We already went full spoilers. Okay. We talked about uh, the final boss. We talked about Icon of Sin. So there's like the one of those little basic demons. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just playing with uh, the Doom Slayer toy and mm-hmm. with another demon toy. And he's like having them fight. Yeah. And then like the Doom Slayer comes behind him and cocks the shotgun. And he just kind of like looks up like, oh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was just That's- a dumb, cute thing. You mentioned, you mentioned the Doom Slayer toy, which had a unique animation in 2016 where he fist bumped it. Yeah. And in this one, did you get the toy in this one? Yes. You did? Okay. Uh, in this one, he actually extends his arm blade, which they in- introduced in this one. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking good. But yeah, can- check it out. It's yeah, solid. It is a solid game. Um, probably won't be going on sale for a good couple of months. Uh, Um, but yeah, if you've got uh, any interest in this, if you enjoyed the first one, even if you didn't enjoy the first one, but you like first person shooters, pretty dang solid. Um, how solid is it? Is it solid? I would say it's solid. Okay. Like, like solid, solid Naga. Wait, no whiplash. There you go. (laughs) Solid Snake is the joke I'm going for. But oh, it's not really I'm yeah. sorry. That was. It's not. It's not like a one. Tired and gassy. I apologize. That's all right. If you guys uh, want to hear how tired and gassy we are, uh, more often you can let us know at soapstonepodcast at gmail um, That'd be a weird email to receive, though. So just tell us other episodes you might want to hear. If you want me to fart into a bag, I will mail it to you. <laughs> Just let me know. Facebook.com slash Soapstone Podcast, where you can join the discussion about buying farts. <laughs> right. I'm glad that I was going to be like, the private stuff goes to the Gmail. Nope. And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, send that to Facebook. Because that's that's what we need. That's what you need your, your we ads. We need active bidding. For. We need to drive that price up, you know? Right. Market. Make the market recover. Um, yeah. So, as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.